Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous day and I'm just so glad that you're here with me. I'm really grateful and I really appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and share this podcast with another friend or coworker, whoever you think that this would really impact their lives in any way. I would really appreciate that. I think that that's the best way to connect with other women and also grow this podcast. I don't run any ads or anything like that. And so the only way to really grow this is by word of mouth, right? And sharing that with your favorite people, your favorite coworkers, whoever you think really needs to hear these types of messages. All right. So thank you so much again for being here. Today's episode is going to be a quickie and it's something that I've been working on the last few weeks. And I was like, okay, let me think about this. How can I, how have I been able to break this one bad habit that I think that can be very draining to your mental health, right? I feel like that as women, we deal with a lot of stress and pressure on a daily basis. We juggle multiple hats, right? We're maybe a mom, a wife, sister, friend, daughter, you know, boss, employee, whatever that is, we wear multiple hats. And I think that sometimes we struggle to really balance all those hats and we're constantly going over our to-do list, right? With maybe house things, work things, our, and we, we tend to put our personal things to the side. And I think that there's one habit that can really be making things worse, right? Not only are we stressed out, overwhelmed, and burnt out, we are really engaging in this one habit that I think that is draining our mental health. And that's negative talk, negative self-talk girl. And you know, I think that sometimes we don't even realize the, all the negative thoughts that are running through our minds throughout the day, right? I really do think it's the, the path of least resistance. And it's so easy to go down that path of negative self-talk. It's so easy because it takes effort. It takes effort to say, to change and to shift your perspective and to get break that pattern and to get back into like a healthier pattern, self-talk pattern, right? And to be able to silence that inner critic, it takes effort and it's hard, right? And it's something that you have to like consciously work on. And so I really do think that this is a habit that's hard to break, but I've got three tips here that I think have been helping me to really break this habit of negative self-talk and to start feeling better. And I promise you, it's I have noticed that myself personally. I have noticed how much these three tips have helped me. These three ways that I'm about to talk about, it's something that I truly practice every single day because again like i said it is the the path of least resistance and it's so easy to just get caught up and it's so it's so familiar as well right especially when we've adopted certain beliefs or you know thought patterns from our family from growing up from childhood maybe the people that we we grew up with and it's just so much easier to go that route so the first thing that I've been doing that has really helped me in breaking this habit is practicing self-compassion. It's so easy. It's so basic. I know it's kind of boring, (laughs) but it's so helpful practicing self-compassion. 
treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would give to a friend. And I think that once I started realizing how much I was treating other people with kindness and understanding and being empathetic and, you know, forgiving, why couldn't I practice that for myself? Why are we so hard on ourselves, right? When we make mistakes, right? We beat ourselves up over it. We say we're not good enough. We say that, you know, my mom was right. My dad was right. Like, I'll never be anything. Or I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? That must mean this, right? We start to attach meaning to these circumstances. And then we adopt these beliefs, right? And then we, we, we move on with life with these beliefs, these thought patterns. And, and you know, really pre- prevents us from living our best life. And I still remember, and I think this is something that I've mentioned in a previous episode, I remember, you know, when I was starting my health journey and I was trying to really get to a certain goal weight, and I remember having just like a lot of stress and, you know, especially after the breakup, I was thinking about a lot of different things and I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling sad and heartbroken still and I remember I kind of like... I, I I can't remember exactly. I know I ate like wing stop. It was something crazy like that, like wings. And I felt so bad that I had eaten that, right? And I beat myself up so much for it. Like I said some not so nice things to myself. And looking back, that makes me really sad, right? Like it breaks my heart because I would never say those things to a friend ever, right? If a friend came to me and told me that, you know, she feels bad because she she fell off the wagon, right? And she ended up binge eating or, you know, breaking her diet or whatever the, whatever it is, right? I wouldn't tell her any of those things that I told myself that night. And from that moment, I remember thinking like around that time, I need to change this. Like that was not nice to say that. And so in the last few weeks, right, you know, I've had some stresses. I've, I've been going through some things and I really have been practicing self-compassion. It, but again, it takes effort, right? You have to catch yourself when you're beating yourself up and then break that pattern, right? And treating yourself with that same kindness and understanding. And so that's something that I've been doing these, these last few weeks where a thought comes to mind, right? I maybe start to blame myself and say that I'm not good enough or who am I to do this? And then I tell myself, okay, it's okay, right? Like if I didn't meal prep or I didn't go to the gym like I said I would, like it's okay. Because I think when we start to beat ourselves up, that's when we don't continue to show up, right? We don't continue trying and maybe pivoting or maybe, you know, adjusting some things. Instead, we stay stuck in that like mindset that we're not good enough and that we're failures or whatever it is, right? And so with practicing self-compassion, it really just allows you to get back up and try again. And if that means like maybe trying something different to get to the goal, to get to the outcome that you want, then so be it. That's okay. But telling yourself, and I literally tell myself like, it's okay, Ashley. It's okay. You're going to get back on track. And 
let's say, for example, you're trying to eat healthier, you're trying to eat more whole foods or uh, trying to cut out junk food. Let's say you did really good for breakfast and then lunchtime, not so well, right? Instead of beating yourself up and saying, well, I'm just a failure, I might as well just eat like whatever I want for dinner. Instead saying, you know what, I know I messed up for lunch or I didn't do my best or I didn't eat, you know, as many green, I didn't add greens like I said I would, but I'll do it for dinner time, right? Instead of like that all or nothing mindset, having more of a growth mindset and saying like, it's okay that I fell off here or, you know, made a mistake here and I'm going to change that and I'm going to do better next time and I'm going to do better here, right? In this way and telling yourself like, you really are trying your best. You're doing your best. And sometimes we fall back, right? We, we have setbacks, we fall, we fall down, we fail. And it's like with that self-compassion, really helping ourselves get back up just like we would for any other friend, right? Any other person that we really care about. So that's number one, practicing self-compassion. So every time you catch yourself in those negative thought patterns, telling yourself you're not good enough, like who are you to do this? You're never going to get your stuff organized. You're never going to lose weight. Nothing like that, right? And so when you when you start to think that, break that pattern and tell yourself it's okay. You made a mistake. This does not define you and you're going to come back better. You're going to get back up and you're going to try again, right? All right, number two is challenging that inner critic, right? When you hear that negative voice in your head, challenge it. Ask yourself if what it's saying is actually true, right? And more often than not, you'll find that it's not true, right? And this is something like, it's like a fine dance, right? Because sometimes it's telling you something that needs to change, right? We, it might just be a little too, a little too mean, right? But it's challenging that inner critic. Okay, what is the voice in my head saying? Why is it saying that? Is it actually true? And right, and then maybe flipping the script, right? What meaning are you going to give it? If this situation, let's say, again, using the nutrition example, the meal prepping, you, you had a great breakfast and then lunchtime, you screwed it up, right? You're like, oh God, I ate the pizza. I ate like 10 wings and chocolate cake afterwards, right? And you, your mind starts saying, you're not good enough. You failed. Of course you can't do this. Like, what, what made you think that you can do this? You're never going to lose weight. You're never going to get that job. You're never going to find this person. You're never going to love again. Things like that, those thoughts, challenge it. Really? I'm never going to love again? <laughs> right? That's a good one, right? Especially for my girls here, heartbroken girls. I know some of you are listening. When you feel like you're never going to love again, Think about it. And this is something, this is my own personal experience too. I thought I would never love again. And then I met someone. All right, number two, challenging your inner critic. When you hear that negative voice in your head, right? Challenge it. And this is where the effort comes in. Again, like I said, sometimes we take, we often take the path of least resistance. And that's having those negative thoughts, kind of just going into that rabbit hole of negative thoughts that are not serving you in any way. So challenge it. Ask yourself if what it's saying is really true. And more often than not, you'll find that it's not, right? It's not true. 
And so for example, with the meal prepping maybe, or if you're trying to work out or eat healthier, if you fall off track, your mind starts to tell you, what made you think that you can do this? What made you think that you can succeed? You're never going to lose weight. You're you're gonna keep failing. Challenge it, right? Or if like you're going through a breakup, right? You're never gonna love again. Okay, challenge it. Is that actually true? Yeah, there I have so much love to give. And there, you know, having this abundance mindset, changing it and challenging it and saying, no, I have an abundance mindset. I know I will love again. Or, you know, with the with the meal prep example or nutrition, healthy eating and healthy habits, like, no, I can do this. It's just gonna take time. And I have to adjust and I have to troubleshoot and see where is it that I'm falling off track and why and how can I change this and how can I try again and that's something that truly has changed my life especially in the last year or two really challenging that inner critic and it takes effort let me tell you it really does take effort but it is so worth it in the end number three Focusing on your accomplishments. It's so easy to get caught up in what you're not doing. Gosh, I'm not working out. I'm not eating like I should. I'm not studying like I should. You know, I'm not where I should be in life right now. I'm not married. I don't have kids. Why not remember all the things that you are doing, right? So making a list of your accomplishments, no matter how small they may seem, and refer to them when you need a reminder, Get on your notes app on your phone and start writing down. Whenever you can think about it, like just jot down things that you have accomplished in your life. It could be you you graduated with your nursing degree. You you got the Daisy Award, right? Um, for nurses, right? There's a Daisy Award. That's an amazing award to receive. Like that's great, right? Or it can be as small as like, you know what? I planned out my week. I took 30 minutes out of my time and I planned out my whole week, put in like the times I was going to work out, when I was going to, you know, spend time with family or, you know, I, I helped some stranger out, right? Whatever that small act is, no matter how small it may seem, jot it down on your notes app or journal, whatever you want to do, but jot it down. And so you can remind yourself of your accomplishments and that you're going to keep going and you're going to continue accomplishing things and achieving your goals. And it just puts you back into like this positive like growth mindset and just really gets you really hopeful for the future, right? And it gets you out of that like black hole of like negative thoughts that you're not good enough, that you can't do this, like who are you to think this? And it's something that's really helped me. And I actually keep a jar, right? I initially set it out to like open it like so it's a jar with a bunch of little notes in there and I try to write either like good things happening like accomplishments whatever it may be anything good that happened in that during the week or day or month whatever and I opened it last year the end of December and I've been collecting little notes here and there and when I'm having a bad day, I actually have started going back into that jar and just opening a few of them and just seeing like the good things that have happened, the good things that I've accomplished, because you get so caught up in the day to day, all these distractions, you start comparing yourself to other people and where they're at in their lives and how great it may seem. 
and you forget. You forget about your own life, right? And all the great things that are happening in your life. So that's another idea, writing down like good things that happened throughout the week and putting it in a little jar. And if you want, you can look at it like every other month or like I did last year, I waited till the end of the year to open and look at all the little notes and all the good things that happened throughout the year. All right, friend. So those were three things to break this bad habit that could potentially be most likely draining your mental health, right? So practicing self-compassion, challenging that inner critic, right? And focusing on your accomplishments. It's not easy, like I said. Breaking that habit of negative self-talk is not easy, but it is so worth it. And it's something that I've been looking back and reflecting on how much I have changed because I was putting in the work to really break these thought patterns. And it takes so much effort, but it's doable. You can do it. If you keep going, you stay consistent and you keep showing up, it's going to happen to where you start to see such a huge transformation in your life. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as taking care of your physical health. And I really do think that by breaking this habit, you'll be doing just that. You'll be taking care of your mental health. And if you know me, I'm huge on just taking a holistic approach. So really taking care of not only your physical, but your mental and spiritual, emotional health. So thanks again for tuning in, friend. Again, if you enjoyed this episode and there's a friend that you think would enjoy this episode or it would really, really help them, then share it with them. I would appreciate it so much. Friend, until next time.